Hey team, this is a quarantine that never ends, it never ends, yes it goes on and on my friends. And on and on forever and ever and ever and never ever ever It's ever, a ever, never ever, ever, ending quarantine, <laughs> like what the heck? We, okay, I really just, I, I, I know we're not at high thoughts, but we're both feeling a little toasty and I feel like Always we have funny. to adjust with a high thought about transits because you asked a really good question on Twitter. What was worse, the Cancer Mercury, the Scorpio Mercury, (laughs) or the Pisces Mercury? And I think we need to talk about that. So please pose the question to the audience. Um, Okay, cool. I will pose that question after um, I say, hello, it is Astrology Sucks. What's up? This is Shannon, Astrology Chef. Ready for Astrology Sucks. I have a question. Yes, darling. Have you ever thought about calling yourself Chief Keef? <laughs> because think about it. It's a reference to weed and a typo. Okay, there can only be one, so you're going to have to finish him. Ah! I mean, honestly, I'm not about it. I think it's time to consider talking about me because I'm a Leo Mars. What's up? It's six at Black Woman Cry on Twitter and Instagram. So nice to be here with you again. We finally feel like we're like, I don't know, ball in it, focus in it. I feel like we did a lot of prep time. I was late, but here we are because our last episode... Our last episode. Oh, our last. <laughs> Look, okay. It was our fault for trying to record an episode during a Pisces Mercury Neptune conjunction. Conjunction. Okay? How dare we not Why stop? <laughs> would we do that to ourselves? Wow. So, so, goes, so story goes, y'all. We had so we what was it? It was Thursday night. We recorded an episode, a full, beautiful, flawless, lovely episode, right? And then I go to save it via our podcast, uh, like the way we re- re- eh, the way we remotely record. Uh, we save two audio files so that I can put them on top of each other, so it's nice and seamless, amazing. But Six's audio file did not save. It has happened before with guests and other people, and it's, it's a struggle. But so that was the that was the first fail, right? All right, Thursday night fail botched it whatever all right friday morning we wake up we're like all right we're gonna fix it we're gonna do an instagram live we're gonna record our episode during the live and it's gonna be litty titty so we do that it is it is litty titty and then literally tits and then i go because we use skype this time to avoid the issue from the prior night and then skype didn't save the audio for like ever and so i'm sitting there like well shit it didn't save and then me not being much on my computer during quarantine except for podcasting uh i didn't open my computer and then i opened it up days later and ah, there it was that audio it just saved literally three like three and a half hours later it finally saved so we would have had to be waiting a long time anyway so the episode came out this wednesday which whatever Y'all get it anyway. But 
to self. We're done with Pisces Mercury uh, transits. We're well, not done yet because like Mercury's still in Pisces, but Mercury is no longer cuddling up to Neptune in the sky, super close. Dude, so hopefully we're not going to have any too many issues anymore. The worst foot. possible thing a freaking what could make this even worse is if Mercury went retrograde in Pisces. That is the only thing that could Honestly, make this transit worse. This is, but this is one of those things too because it did go retrograde in Pisces. It just scooped back into Aquarius, but it was oh, just so early. Right. It was just so early in the transit, so it was mostly you're dealing with right. the shadow period of Pisces Mercury. So it did happen, but it was just. And Aquarius on. Mercury was fun. <laughs> like, it was, you know, it was fun. Like it was a little spicy. Yeah, it got people really conspiracy theorizing. We were like, oh my, here it begins. The cults are starting the cults. Well, and it's even funnier now because <clears throat> I feel like the Pisces Mercury transit, I mean, uh, Aquarius Mercury transit was really like prepping us for. The like conspiracy theories around this coronavirus. What's literally we were really prepping ourselves, blowing me about Pisces energy is two things. One, is this even real life, or am I, I in I a don't. fantasy, mythical sci-fi reality? What? Honestly, I have what? never felt more like li- we're living in a simulation. It doesn't. Just- it Never more feels so transcendental. Like, what? What is this energy? What is... Please tell me about your quarantine situation and I will tell about mine because everybody has a different quarantine situation and I feel like I'm experiencing mine in a very odd way. Please tell me yours and we can unpack. I mean, my quarantine experience has just been very, like... I mean, it's been nice, honestly. I, I'm trying to forget the fact that I basically don't have a job. But um, what's funny is that I have a bunch of I have a bunch of um, planets transiting my outer planets because my Capricorn, my eighth house is Capricorn. So I have a bunch of outer planets transiting my eighth house right now, and I got a um, ended up getting a check from my grandmother who dissolved a trust, which wasn't like was which wasn't very large. But I ended up getting a check for a couple, couple, I guess some, 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 some money. Okay. So I'm fucking Ching! chilling. Thank God. But that's what I'm saying about eighth house. Eighth house is other people's money. And so I got a check from somebody else, from a grandma, from a legacy moment, my Capricorn, my grandparents, my, but my legacy, my literal family legacy. Plus my Mars is in my second house, cancer, and my grandma's a cancer. So anyway, boom. We uh, we're so we're fine. I'm I'm feeling a little okay with money, so I'm not as stressed as I feel like I as other people's are. I'm very privileged in that, but I am stressed about like job security post quarantine. So I'm kind of just doing the full SAG Pisces thing and just like ignoring all of it. And that is the most <laughs> Pisces thing. Like Pisces yeah. is this energy. One, it is started in Pisces season. So one, it is like this energy of being. It's not like it's not that don't Pisces don't do anything, but when you're taking like kind of like the two energies of being and doing, like doing is some more active energy, being is some more passive energy. Pisces has learned to be like Pisces energy. So my quarantine situation, I was I've been living in the same house with a Taurus. 
and Taurus wanted to, I just needed to socially distance and I felt like he wasn't socially distancing to the level I wanted to socially distance. So I fucking dumbass was bringing somebody from New York state to come stay with him for the weekend. Yeah. No. And I'm just like, he's dumb. What do you realize that people are dying? Do you realize that New York state and the city is like the epicenter of coronavirus in this country? Literally, there is a tiger in the Bronx with coronavirus. Dude, it's absurd. Pray for that tiger. Anyway, so I decided, like, I was told the same day that this person was coming here. And that's really like a tourist to know what they want to do and just, like, do it exactly how they want to do it and then play coy when they're like, I just... I, you know, we weren't talking. So I just waited until the last minute. So spontaneously, I contacted my mom. I was like, I need to come home. And then I've been with my mom. And my mom is just a cancer rising with a plant nursery. So I've been literally living off the land. Um, it's I've, I'm going to be honest with you. Quarantine has been very nice. It's very surreal because wealth is a very arbitrary thing. This world is nuanced and what is is also not. And what is not is also the beginning of something new. Um, I yeah. am, I've lost a writing assignment I gain an even better one but I'm not sure if I'm gonna get it again but it would change my life if it will like I'm supposed to be moving to New York but like I can't tell you when or what's going New York not New York um California <laughs> my bad. sorry moving to California but hello. literally there's valid thing of like I've gotten so many emails from employers they are not hiring they are pausing mm-hmm. hiring so it sucks I'm not losing a job and I'm financially fine where I'm not really worried. Like I always have a place to stay and I'm always going to be able to have services to be able to live. Like I'm fine, but it's just like Shannon in this very, like I'm in a privileged position, but also I need to live. And also how much is privilege if like you can be lost, like if quite like Pisces season and honestly, Pisces energy feels like a constant state of being the hangman from tarot. Oh, well, this whole vibe right now feels like that. I saw your tweet about that and how you were like, I can't wait to see what death brings. And I totally buy, I, I feel that. I really understand. I feel like I felt, I really resonated with that because I do feel like that's going to be an interesting moment for everything. Like what we're time. it's t- death means transformation and it's time to figure out what's next. Yeah. And like, I, I, again, going back and even like complimenting Leo, um, wow, Pisces energy. I really do appreciate how Pisces really can just like be and accept what they can and can't control and like leave it to the energy and the God. It's like sometimes you have to just let things work out, but that's also like the thing is with Pisces energy, it's so sluggish and you look at Pisces and you're like, why aren't you moving faster? And Pisces is literally looking at you paralyzed. Like I can't move. I have to go with the energy. You you stop, stop pushing. People are dying. Honestly, Pisces, Pisces is just moving with the motion of the ocean. Okay. We are not, there is not a direction that we can go forward without a propeller. And know? like, that's the thing that's very interesting because Pisces energy is very meta in that sense where it's like most people, it's like, I feel like with Scorpio, everybody tells Scorpio don't, you know, it's not that deep. Like, why are you thinking so hard? But for Pisces, it's like, 
why are you being so hard? Like, why is the weight of the world literally being you into this position? And then it's like hard to empathize sometimes, I think, with Pisces. But then you like look around and you're like, people are literally dying. It's the Mercury Pisces and there's a respiratory virus pandemic going on during a Pisces Mercury and Pisces like Mercury hates to be in Pisces. It is having a horrible time there. It literally feels like it's in, like, I feel like the swamp of Scorpio isn't that bad because it's strategic. It's like, I want to get around the swamp. Like, ah, is that an alligator? You know, like keeping the flashlight up, like a little paranoid, but you know, you're getting through the swamp. Like Mercury can make a game out of that. Like we're Scorpio Mercury's. We enjoy it. Mercury Pisces. And I'm sorry if that is your placement. (laughs) like it feels like i'm not gonna lie and hear me out here hear me out i need your full focus here i need to see your face because i i want to see what you think about this literal thing i cannot think i've been thinking about like is mercury is does it feel like mercury is in like heaven no i think that artemis like would get around heaven well because you know mount olympus Mercury in Pisces quite literally feels like Apollo, not Apollo, Artemis, like Mercury are genderqueer, like very queer, like God figure is having to navigate through a vulva to fertilize an egg. Like it feels like he, it feels like he, they, them, she, all whatever I don't know really what Mercury's preferred pronouns are, but I'm gonna use they them for the sake of this conversation. But like I just feel uh-huh. like I feel like <laughs> them entering Pisces is like I don't know like the Earth is Mother Gaia and like Mercury has found the interest the entrance to the Earth's like vulva and the Earth is like not really liking this and like mercury's not liking it so now there's literally a global virus pandemic that's respiratory and that's kind of funny in a dark way because mercury rules the throat so literally mother gaia and mercury not getting along right now they are not doing this foreplay of life well damn it feels like we're giving birth to something but mercury hasn't found the right hole yet (laughs) Like, and once it, once they do get into the vagina of Mother Gaia, (laughs) will it actually get better? Like, do we want a child that is born out of this? What is the earth and Mercury giving? What God, if we, okay. So if Gaia is the earth, (laughs) if Gaia is the earth and Mercury is like navigating who is a child of Mercury and Gaia? I don't know. Wait, Artemis? Wait, what? Okay, Artemis and Gaia have a kid. Who is that kid? What would that god be? Oh, uh, if there's an actual one, I'm not sure. We'll have to look it up. I. So when. <laughs> so, okay, so looking it up, what we've got, Artemis is basically, you know, Gaia's granddaughter. Like through thick like through at the end of the, at the end of the family tree, you feel. 
So it's basically incest. But also they were all fucking each other. Exactly. So it's like kind of like Pisces energy. It's meta. It's nuanced. Who are you to judge me? I'm sorry. Sometimes I get defensive. Don't look at me. Leave me alone. Why don't you reply to my text messages? Oh, sorry. I forgot that I ignored yours for like a week. Uh We're just going to put on a flower crown. Literally. Hey, okay, you know some of us? No. <laughs> I don't I don't wear my flower crown. That's not my vibe. Mm. Bro, it's so funny because I will let you be Carol Baskin solely because <gasps> that is they depict her like a peak Pisces. Like, yes, she has that Gemini oh, sun. But- oh my god, the fact that she has a Pisces moon was like the least shocking thing I've ever seen ever. I was like, she screams Pisces. Yo, I just, I mean, and like the thing is, like she's pretty good with social media. So being a Gemini son, it makes sense. Like you see her son, and you can definitely. <laughs> and she see has that. a fucking catchphrase. Hey, all you cool cats and kittens. I. Do you have hey, a catch- all you cats and kittens? Do you have a catchphrase, Shannon? Uh, I don't know, but I have like lots of like mantras. Like what? Do I have a cat? Do I have a catchphrase? You don't even know. Do I say something all the time? Hmm. Hmm. Is there anything I say all the time? You have like a catch face. Exactly, like you know. have a catch face. Like you have a face where I'm like, hey. oh, I like, I know it's Shannon. Like if you put Shannon's face as like a stencil, I would still know it was <laughs> Shannon because it's like, she just has like these like oh. devious, like Piscean stoner eyes. Like, am I high or am I just not taking you seriously? Or am I being snarky, raising eyebrows? Sometimes you don't know what you're going to get with me. Like, look. Literally. And then, like, this stone-ass smile where you're like, what? She just looks stone. Yeah. All the time, Thank even you. when she's not. Honestly, though, like, and it's funny because that was the case before. I even smoked weed, too. Mm-hmm. I just, like, it's, it's just, it's just a way of life, honestly. <laughs> like, it was just going like, happen, okay? And I saw, like, you as a kid, like, I've seen a picture, and it's the same look. But I like the same. Also, Gemini rising. I never fucking age. But like the like, thing is, the picture that you had, it like was really like it was like a smile and like a focus on the eyes. So you looked more devious when you were a kid, but now you just look Mercury. like a stoner who can't be bothered. Dude, but that kid energy of Mercury, the Mercury energy in my kid, because kids tend to be their rising signs a lot because mm-hmm. it's kind of like their first impressions without their filter. And man. I was such a little Gemini kid. I never would to shut the fuck up. I thought, and I was a know-it-all. A Sagittarius know-it-all? No. Shocking, right? I'm, I'm, I'm shocked and amazed. Mm. So, um, that's yeah. That's kind of, actually it's funny because that's actually kind of a good little segue into what we actually plan to talk about this episode, which yeah. is story time and i just want you all to know this is a wonderful episode to tap into your inner child with so shannon and i are going to be coloring we have coloring books and we've picked out and pre-selected what we're going to color and um we are coloring this whole time we are welcome i mean i did a little coloring but we are welcoming you during this time to pause this podcast so you can you know maybe take a hit you know, if you can't keep up, like if you're one of those little baby lungs and you just go, <laughs> we don't want you to miss anything. So take your bong hits now, ladies. 
and gentlemen and non-binds and gay beings. And ladies, ladies and ladies. I was going to go down the whole spectrum. Everybody gets a shout out today. Anyway, so yeah, record, just stop it. Stop it. Okay, you're back. You are back. So we're going to be back. We missed you. We We are so happy. We hope you drank some water and washed your hands because. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh my God. Anyway, Shannon, do you want to talk to them about story? So we, we have decided this episode, we want to just like, we want to engage ourselves with y'all by like telling you more about our lives, but we wanted to do it still in an astrology way to like be entertaining. Duh. Right. So we are going to tell stories about our lives, but we are going to tell them about people like about situations we've been in with certain signs. So like, and like, but like with certain signs that it's been like the most Aries story ever, the most Taurus story ever. Like I have a, you know, I have a Pisces friend that, oh my God, I can't wait to talk about her. She's one of the most Pisces people I know in my entire life. And just, I just, it'll be so funny to just, we'll be able to just talk about, you know, personal experiences with the signs and peak moments of what the signs have done and y'all can hopefully relate maybe you can join us and yeah. laughing and hopefully maybe you've had similar experiences with these signs it'd be hilarious right and if you vibe. if you think that you know whatever we're described we're gonna talk about maybe the sun and the moon the rising of these people as well so if you feel like they're uh, something else in their big three popped out feel free to tweet us your high thoughts at hashtag oh. high thoughts same and uh also tweet us your best stories about being your sign or like someone you know like oh my god i have a friend who did the most libra shit of my entire life like it's just and also like if you get don't nobody get mad at us about this stuff because we're literally talking about people we know so if you're like offended that we're associating your sign with something like relax this is funny games these are people we know in life who happen to have those signs if you haven't done that thing great you're not as reckless as we are okay (laughs) i'm just gonna say this right now but if you are offended about us talking about people and you are not those people cry me a river oh my god right but if any of my friends hear this and hear me talking about you and want to roast me for it later feel free i am an open roastable person here okay 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 I try not to let the people in my life know about my podcast so I can continue to talk about them. I think the pe- most of the people in my life do know about it, but I don't think they consistently listen to it because not everybody I know in my real life is like astrology person. Exactly. But, you know. Like I tell people who like, I, like depending on how well I know the person, like I'll like, you know, I don't. Okay. Let's put it like this. I don't know that I would tell and Aries who liked me about this podcast because they would actually listen. Ah! Like, because Aries are like those people. Aries are a love. I mean, my Aries rising girlfriend started listening to the podcast like the second I told her about it. it they are even official. <laughs> people, yo, we can really talk about Aries here because, all right, yeah, starting them up. Just Aries. like a Pisces Mercury, go. there's a plane flying over me. Oh. How meta is that? Okay. Okay. I couldn't even hear it. Oh, shit. I didn't know. <laughs> anyway, back to the ground. Um, Aries. Go forth. Aries mm-hmm. is, like, interesting. Like, I just know so many Aries, and it's kind of like, 
<laughs> the same story with them. I was like talking to my mom about Aries too. It's like the thing is with Aries and I love them to death, but they have issues that they refuse to unpack, but they're let you know a little bit about their issues, but they're never actually like let you in enough so you can see the fullness of what their issues are. And they're and that's why I feel like okay, not all Aries are dysfunctional. It's just that a lot of them are. Yeah. spade a spade okay like uh, aries can have like a very well-adjusted life but i think sometimes aries gets dysfunctional because what is even functional like they're just like i'm gonna do whatever i want to but like the things that they want to do is like pick fights <laughs> cuddle angrily I mean, pick fights and cuddle like i have <laughs> Gosh, if my Aries best uh, okay, if my Aries best friend too were listening to this, she would fucking shoot me because I, she always thinks that I talk shit about Aries and I love them so much and so it's so funny. Yeah, you always talk shit about us and then you turn around and say no, but I love y'all. Like no, Shannon, pick a side. And I'm like, no, (laughs) I'm like okay, but it's like it's big thing is it's because Aries struggles with hearing criticism of herself even in a playful way, and really what it is with my Aries friend is she just like she just says some of the most Aries shit ever. It's so funny. Like she is the classic Aries that would like get turned on by like a slight little debate argument moment, like because she's an Aries sun and Aries Venus, Uh. so it's like oh my god, it's. It's so funny. And also she truly is the situationship queen. Like there is no Aries that I've known that's better about like, she's been like, no, I've never really had a boyfriend. Like it's just mostly all these people I've dated for years and basically was in love with, but just never admitted it to myself. And now I'm like, and now we're not, it's like, then she's single, but it's, and isn't with anybody right now because of quarantine, but, or not because quarantine, but, but, whatever um but it's just like her pa- like people her past with that and college dating and stuff and i'm just like oh my god aries come on define the relationship let it happen it's okay the like- thing is i feel like for me aries are they say i love you too much they are trying to define the relationship too much the problem is you have to not go be either interested. way I think it can go either way, though, like hot or cold. Like, they can either be all over you, too obsessive, too in your face, too, like, quote-unquote passionate, clingy, forward, bloom, boom, boom. But, like, or it's the full opposite. They're, like, not, and they want you to be coming to them and making that move and doing that. And they want to be chased, but also, like, they want to be chased in their specific way they want to be chased no like absolutely like Aries definitely has those two sides and I feel like they come out every once in a while but the trick is the entire time because I once did the played the Aries game and it doesn't work you cannot you like you know how I've been saying don't listen to men I mean like I literally don't anyway exactly don't listen to Aries (laughs) just don't listen to them just do not listen to well, them. Like every once Aries, in a while, give them what they need. But you, they look, they want to be baby and you cannot give baby too much responsibility. They already take too much responsibility all the time. Aries really does take a lot of responsibility. And I do like commend them for that. But the other thing too is Aries, what honestly, like another, I'll say another one of my favorite stories recently from one of my, my Aries best friend is that 
Um, they like Aries really doesn't take any shit. Like they don't take any fucking shit from anybody. And so here we okay. This is a great story, and I can't remember if I told you this story, but it's so good. Um, I was at brunch with a bunch of my friends, and I was really because I was introducing my girlfriend to my friends. And so we go to brunch, and we're at this. It's like we're at a bottomless brunch Mexican restaurant. So it's loud. Everybody's excuse me. Everybody's drinking bottomless margs. You know the vibe. It's New York. It's the middle of the day, and you know it's like the decor is very like tile, lofted ceilings. That vibe. There's this woman in the the booth next to us. This old ass woman. And her, I'm, we were assuming like one of them was her adult, like child, like my parents age. Like it was like definitely somebody who was easily my grandma's age and somebody who's my parents age were at this table next to us. And we were sitting there. There's like eight of us, whatever. We're sitting there. It's loud as fuck in there. We're talking loudly. We're all kind of like, oh my God, yay. Like I'd be happy to see each other, whatever. There's a bunch of tables of girls exactly like us. It's all that. And this woman, six, I need you to, I need you to like imagine this with me. This woman is sitting across, like adjacent to our table and she starts yelling. We hadn't even had our drinks yet. We weren't even drunk. We were not even drinking. Okay. She yells at us and shakes her cane at the table, looking like she was about to hit my friend and was literally like, shut the fuck up, you stupid (laughs) bitches. Oh my God. At like 80 something. Why? I we were all stunned, completely stunned, stunned. Stunned. We were like, "What? What the fuck? What the fuck?" Was 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 Chelsea there? No. (laughs) Okay, like I guess like I'm trying to really paint the picture because Chelsea's so precious with those eyes, and I could never yell at her. No, no, no. Oh my God. Well, it was like, it was, well, it's funny because it's my friend Erica, who's also Gemini rising and she and I are like blah, 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 constantly. Um, but it was, it was all my, fr- like all my close friends from here. I don't think you've gotten to meet any of them, but none of them are on like, none of them are on my Twitter vibe, the Twitter vibe. But anyway, we're all there. Right. And this woman, so she's yelling at us and we're all stunned and we all are quiet for that moment. But then we're like, what the fuck? And eventually a server comes over and asks us if we could move. They, not only that, they moved the table behind us to a different table down below. And then they moved us away to the table that they moved from the other people from. Like we literally were doing table musical chairs after we had already been sat and sitting there. And the hostess told us at the table that the reason they were moving us is because they had to put a high chair at our table and that the other table had no room, which is a complete lie. There was the exact same amount of room for both tables. So it was absurd. But then the table that showed up next in the table we were sitting at prior did not have a high chair. So my Aries best friend, this is where the, this is where the Aries comes in. And this is where the story, I had to have all that background or it wouldn't make any sense. My Aries best friend is like, fuck that. I can't believe there's no high chair. Why the fuck did that bitch lie to us? I'm not okay with this. And she and her sister, who's a Scorpio, so that Mars energy, were literally, they pounded up to the uh, manager and was like, we're both like, what the fuck? Why did you make us move? This was so pointless. We shouldn't have to move because somebody is complaining. It's a super loud restaurant. We are not the only people making noise. It was just absurd. And sure enough, we get three shots <laughs> because the Aries 
can literally always pull around a free shots out of somewhere. <laughs> and we have to stand Aries energy for that reason. My Aries story is a little less like normalizing Aries. My Aries story is more like sitting I'm fine. here. I'm the, I'm the chill vibe and you get to be the than the other vibe <laughs> oh, golly okay so i'm talking to this aries and i've been talking to this aries since 2000 and you have to think about it that's a long time ago do yeah no i met him in my senior year of college 2016 i've known Jeez, him since 2016 God. he is this guy i met on tinder and like honestly total dreamboat like i'm like wow you're tall aries he's are like, hot he's like aries six four or six two and like just fine fine 99 and i'm just like whoa and you kind of you kind of look like you're on the level league of man that i would want to date and if y'all know me you know what i mean if you don't know this isn't for you but but so i'm like looking at this whole man i'm like whoa hottie magotti and then like he could be a catfish whatever i accept that i'll never let the world know i know him so if you're hearing this story it's because i know for a fact he's not a catfish but i still feel like he's a catfish because i have a scorpio cellium but so you'll literally never believe that anyone's not a catfish until she physically touches them in person and is like you are real i have i have and i still feel like it's a catfish oh my god i feel like the thing is like honestly what it really is this is the most aries scorpio interaction so you're gonna get two stories for the price of one i might not have a scorpio story for you i have plenty of scorpio stories that was a lie um Anyway, uh, I was gonna say I'll have plenty of Scorpio stories. Don't even worry. Oh, we know you have a Scorpio story. <laughs> but so, I, I like Facetimed him, and like we both were into the kinky sex, and he actually is really, really kinky. Like, just like I'm, just like, whoa, okay. I told you about my Hugh Cal fetish, and you're willing to milk me. Cool, let's do it. <laughs> 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 it took me a while to admit to the, the to the internet that I like that's what turns me on like it is a very harmless kink but it's so weird <laughs> like it's such a weird thing I never thought I would be into pet play but here we are um so <laughs> with that being said I just we like we just like this is the perfect person for me but the thing is so supposedly he's super wealthy and i'm like that's that's where i get the catfish vibes like that's where i'm like whoa if you were tall and real and foreign and in love with me he's been telling me that he loves me since 2016 i think yeah because they tell you that they love you as soon as they meet you doesn't really take too long they start feeling the feelings automatically yeah shannon would you say that's that's real like, no, I do think it's, I do think it's a real thing. Aries feeling feelings immediately, automatically. I, it sounds so out of character for them. Like, wow. Who would imagine that Aries in the moment that they think they feel something that they follow that feeling until they feel it. 
dude it's but they do though like aries are impulsive jump on a moment if they're really gonna have an emotion and a feeling they're gonna fucking jump i feel like aries jumps at their shadow like just because they feel okay i'm this is my scorpio celly i'm speaking but just because aries thinks they're in love does not mean that they're in love and that's why i don't like that's why I take that's why this Aries has been pining over me since 2016 because I refuse to believe it at every single step. Like you have to put Aries in a position where they have to prove it because Aries likes to flip over like back like they like to f- do flips for people. They want for whatever reason they get a sick satisfaction from jumping through the hoop and then complaining about it. Like they Aries Aries will always be there for you I can definitely say that I know an Aries off the top of my head where if I need to borrow five thousand dollars like I could probably ask Aries are really good friends they're loyal they are loyal always jump at the at the they will always jump to at the like they will always jump to help you out if you need like to cheer up if you need to get your mind off some shit if you need a good trip if you need like a good bar recommendation honestly every aries i've ever known loves the bar okay they love the bar but, yeah uh, i feel like anyway, aries are very are. drink happy they're very drink and i think it's because it really like brings it's out the, Mar- the social yeah, it's yeah. Like the social thing that mars energy but anyway let's uh let's let's uh, move on to taurus or else we're gonna have a ten thousand year long podcast here <laughs> oh my god okay sorry i'll wrap up the story no very, very i know aries the aries is we love them um that being said this man has been pining after okay i also again aquarius mars this person has been pining after me forever and then when we finally meet in person we meet in new york city oh my god so romantic we walked around central park and then we walked down fifth ave totes adorable one aries are braggers they always tell you what they have oh, yeah. they if they own anything luxury item they're like yeah this that and they say it very matter of factly like they're kind of they're kind of like i feel like that's almost like an unbecoming trait of theirs but let me digress i would like to say that because aries in that moment did not feel like i gave them all the attention they wanted they somehow convinced themselves even though i said that i would consider being in a relationship with them and i would do a poly thing and everything was okay i finally am giving them the thing they want they got sick and then they kind of like disappeared and then the the night before they um leave the city they tell me i don't think that this is gonna work goodbye and then i got mad and i blocked them until i stopped being mad <laughs> and then i like re- classic scorpio <laughs> i had to i was mad like i was like you finally like is i have liked you since 2016 and i have thought you've been lying to me at every single step but here we are in new york city and you are tall and foreign and attractive and you seem to be in the league that i was looking for for the people who get it you get it for the people who don't it's not for you um and then he has the nerve to like break up with me and then he comes back and here we are again he just now okay so after we met he came out as queer which is nice and brought us together even more so so now he's kinky queer the person of the league y'all hear me when you hear me if you don't it's not for you like tall and foreign (sighs) y'all 
Y'all, tell me why this man, I guess, I like, I haven't gotten over it. He betrayed my trust. And the thing is, the worst part about Scorpio is Scorpio, to some extent, will recognize that they're paranoid. But if you give them a reason to not trust you, Scorpio will take all the paranoia they felt for other things and project it on the one thing they could caught, like, catch you in. And it's like, they may not even care about the one thing that they're like arguing on a hill on. They just feel like it's an objective thing that they can be mad at. So for me, refusing, absolutely refusing to really commit to him, he has offered to pay for my apartment when I moved to LA. I don't know how real that is because I don't trust anything until it actually happens. But we've seen how me not trusting this Aries Uh it's resulting in me constantly being proven wrong. The thing with Aries, if you want to seduce an Aries, you have to, you have have to use reverse psychology. You have to use reverse psychology. And it's not about calling them out and being a liar. It's just about when sometimes you were here when Alexis said it, sometimes they're just say things to see how you react, show no reaction, show no feeling, give them the bare minimum of what you genuinely believe they deserve. And they will love yep. you forever. There you go. That's my story. I have nothing to say about Taurus. Your turn. <laughs> because all your Taurus stories will be just like scathing. Uh, well, Taurus men, we, we don't need to talk about how controlling uh, Taurus men are. But no, I will um, I will really pour one out for Taurus women because I've never met a Taurus woman I don't like. Um, and... Um, I want to shout out, let's, you know, I feel like there's a very obvious Taurus, which is one of my best friends, um, who I talk about on this podcast a lot and listen to this podcast every once in a while. And, um, but I want to talk about one of my Taurus, other Taurus friends who is the most Taurus and she is also so super, so Taurus because she like, She's the classic, like, slow and steady wins the race. Every time I talk about Taurus, I want to talk about this literal, the tortoise and the hare. Because if anything, I feel like the tortoise and the hare is a classic Taurus versus Aries story, literal story time. And because the the Taurus takes its time doing anything. And that be at deciding, you know, Taurus taking its time deciding on a career or deciding on getting off the couch, when to get off the couch or what to eat that night they take a long time and i have a this girl in my life i'm not gonna say her name but i have had a crush on her i mean my girlfriend's lovely and if my girlfriend's listening i've totally showed my picture this picture of this girl to my girlfriend but i had a crush on this girl for ages and we met on tinder and and kind of like what you said we met on tinder but we to this day when we met on Tinder in what, like 20, I don't know, probably like 2014 or 15. And uh, to this day, we still have not met, but we still keep up in touch and are very close. <laughs> I feel like I know this person as well. I know. I've told you about this story because she's just like my pure crush enigma in life. You know what I mean? And she's, but she's a Taurus sun and a Libra rising. And Jesus, it's very pain. Honestly, the Libra pay- placements have always pained me. Those are that's my story time of like, oof, Libras. But this Taurus girl, I just feel like 
I feel like it's so funny that I've never met her because it's like she wants to keep everything at distance, wants to keep make they make every decision very long and drawn out and thought out. And I tried to hang out with her all the time on the jump. Anytime. Let's do it. I'm ready. I'm mutable. I'm ready. But like, she's so fixed that she was like, Ooh, no. And also Libra rising. She's very like one of the, I maybe possibly wanted to attention, but I don't know. Uh, but otherwise my other Taurus stories are my friends who might like Taurus is, I've always known Taurus to give really good gifts because they're really thoughtful with material things. I mean, they're earth signs and they're, and understand the value of a good thing. Um, but like the funniest Taurus story I have is my friend Val who would, who texted me one day in the middle of the summer and was like, would it be weird if I wanted to give you your future Christmas present now during this, during the summer, because this artist posted this print and I'm just obsessed with it and you will love it. And Oh my God. And I was like, what? Uh, sure. <laughs> oh, you're trying to give me, my present a present in the summer calling it a christmas present and yet still gave me a christmas present come christmas that's what i will say about taurus like they're very sweet like they're like taurus at their best in my opinion okay it have you ever seen a baby calf yeah. Like one of the furry Aww. little calves, like the little hair, like yes. the long, long hairs, and like they have those big old eyes, and you just want to feed it an orange and watch it like go run around in the meadow with its mommy. Yes. That's Taurus at their best, but that's how they trick you. <laughs> yes, exactly. They really do trick you. They're like trick you by being like, oh my God, look how cute and soft and cuddly I am. And then also look at how I literally will never let you do anything that is not what I want you to do. Literally, like. <laughs> Taurus genuinely is that energy where it's like they are so they are as peaceful as life is peaceful for them and if you do anything that is not their way of living and disrupt their peaceful little metal fantasy they will make your life a living nightmare because they will be the literal nightmare yep they will bring the nightmare they will be the nightmare also getting a Taurus to change its mind about anything is like the bane of my existence. Like, okay, this is okay, this is where I'm gonna call Taurus out because every single Taurus I know in this life, in love and world and life and whatever, and all of friendship and everything, every Taurus I know is a picky eater. Every Taurus I know has a very weird relationship with food. And it's very hard for me as a chef person to deal with them sometimes because I want to feed everybody everything and they don't want to eat everything. And I'm going insane <laughs> i my experience with taurus i i it, it really is one or one or two extremes and i think you said it to me best the way yeah. that a taurus is raised they are never going to change from that point of raising so if like they were raised to be picky eaters they're always going to be picky eaters no matter what it does not matter if they were raised to just eat anything the they will always just eat anything and since two taurus is an earth sign and so money related and like um just material related uh Taurus will really like um latch on to like the socioeconomic vibe of where they grew up and eating because it's like being poor or like less fortunate when you're growing up can make you eat a certain kind of palate versus being wealthy when you're growing up can make, make you eat a very different kind of palate and so yeah way, they're a very a Taurus much- really settles into that they're very much like, 
you know, like when you meet like those European people or even like Arab people and like you talk to them about hookah or cigarettes, they're like, I have been doing this all of my life. I'm fine. Even like Jamaicans with weed. <laughs> Not going to lie. Jamaicans with weed. Literally, it's just like a, it's just like a very much like when tourists like, it's kind of interesting when you think about it because like Taurus is like on, below the horizon on the birth chart. So it's like, it's very much not like an outer world focus, but very much a culture, like it, like a cultural, like my values, how I did things, how I've always done things. Like they, right. they very much are whatever the parts of their cult. Like, I think that like, even though we think about cancer as like culture, family heritage, I would definitely say that like, they will they may not necessarily always be a part of family culture heritage etc cetera, etc cetera, but they will very much like hold true to like what like the general culture wherever they came from yep exactly they it, it's very hard to shift them out of that it's very hard to shift them into new environments because of that they are the most sensitive sign i think to their environment and hence why they're so stubborn they don't want things to change because if their environment changes they feel out of whack and it's tough uh, but anyway, good luck to the bulls. I love the bulls, though. Love y'all, Taurus. Uh, like, Gemini, Gemini, they're doing stories. fine. They um, are doing yeah. fine. Gemini's are really like, hmm. What would I say about Gemini's? I don't. I know Gemini's, and I probably maybe even know enough to say things about Gem. Oh wow, I have a sex story about Gemini. <laughs> Let's do it. Gemini likes to see, I'm going to make this super quick, super sweet, super awesome. One of my best friends is a Gemini. They see both sides. And at first, Gem, okay, Gemini is the freakiest sign. Shout outs to this Venus in Gemini. Shout outs to people having their Venus returns. Horny. Please stop masturbating to Corona porn. It's, I understand you just accidentally clicked on it and now you're still watching it. But like, are you sure? Are you sure? Anyway, I'm just messing with y'all. You can masturbate to whatever you want, except for anything that is not safe, sane, and consensual. With that being said, I went to, I like was talking to my Gemini friend and I was like, yeah, you know, you want to go to a sex club? Like I used to be a dominatrix. Like it's going to be fun. It's going to be a fun time. I don't even want to have sex with anybody. I just want to watch people have sex. (laughs) And like Gemini's always going to come. Like Gemini's like, I've never been to a sex club. Let's go to a sex club. Like Gemini's are up for anything. Right. And like the whole time my friend's like, I don't know. I just, oh my God, I don't want to. And then there was like a, 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 a woman getting like having a devil's threesome and she's like I want to watch so we're all crying out and watching I'm like wow look at Gemini being curious wanting to watch people yeah. have sex cool I'm on that energy too I'm a Sagittarius I'm down for the adventure and then that's I, about Gemini. they are very curious but that's the thing <sighs> they're never satisfied until they get what no. they got and then oh, they come Lord. back wanting more. Oh my God. So oh, I what I met up with this girl there. So I was like, you know, entertaining her, entertaining myself, entertaining her while also entertaining myself. And I like I I, I, I my Gemini friend is a grown ass person. I trust them to be doing their thing and they seem very like shy. So they were like, ah, oh, da da da. da woo. <laughs> 
Wow. Train I like come that. back. I find them. There is one guy sucking their chest and another Ooh. one eating Ooh. their coochie. Ooh. And I was like, oh, it's that kind of party. <laughs> Dude, you know what's so funny? Is that this is reminding me of a Gemini story that is almost exactly identical to this because it was <laughs> it was um, me at a party. I'm dead. I'm literally with a few other of our friends. I'm not going to name them, but you know them. Ooh. Two, two, you know two of them. And um, anyway, not gonna. But they. <laughs> I'm predominantly hanging out with one of those friends and then one of my other friends who you do not know. Um, and at one point I was like, uh, my other, the friend we know, oh my gosh, I can't do this because, but I cannot say it out loud. But <laughs> she's like, whoa, where is uh, this other friend? And we were like, oh, I don't know. And I went looking around and I basically found her in the same position as your friend, just like fully immersed. I didn't, I barely saw her all night and she just, 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 just getting it. Just but I it. promise I like, you, holy shit! And holy I shit. promise you, you guys are always it, up for that kind of thing too. After it, they immediately have to talk experience. to you about it, and then they have to talk to you about it for the rest of the week, and then they keep pining over it and talking about it and wondering if they did the right thing, and and da da da, and then somehow you end up finding oh, out that's that my Gemini rising friend who goes with me, not that Gemini friend that I specifically I was just talking about. Oh, no, no, no. I just mean with my friend. It's like they just dig at it and dig at it. And then you're like, wow, I guess they're never going to go to a sex club again. And then like one month later, you find out that they're in a polyamorous relationship and they have a dom. (laughs) And they're doing wax play. And they've done things that you haven't even done now. And you're kind of jealous. You're like, whoa, I thought we were partners in crime. And you've kind of just left me hanging. That's the that's. That's the beauty of the mutability of Gemini is that like you can know a Gemini at one point in time and then come kind of like go, uh, go your separate ways, not on purpose, but just you drift a little, but then you come back and you're like, Oh, Hey, what's up again? How are you doing? I haven't seen you in a while. And they're like a new person <laughs> because honestly, Gemini is the best at that. They're very much just fully flipping their vibe all the time. New, new, new person who dis. New we, twin who this. We stand the energy, but now we are at Cancer. Yes, I love Gemini, so I love that. Uh, and also Gemini first house right now. As well. I like Gemini um, yes. transits. Cancer people, cancer stories. Let me see. Let me. I'm trying to think of the most cancer story. Um. Oh, how about the most cancer story ever on my um, first date-ish kind of. I mean, it was like the first weekend I was hanging out with my current girlfriend. She's a cancer she talked on the phone with her cousin and her aunt and her sister, I think, all within the first, like, 48 hours of me knowing her. Jeez. Louise. Cancer. That Cancers love that family. We love that for them. Yeah, like, the same story with my kid. Okay, actually, you know what? Cancers are freaky. I love it. You're just gonna that's gonna be the story for every sign. It's like actually, <laughs> actually the sign really is freaky. freaky. <laughs> like you just do an episode during a freaky transit and just Gemini Venus. Gemini Venus. This right, is our cool. freaky so, episode. Now <laughs> we can't but uh, okay, fine. Moms anyway, don't listen. Do not listen. Mm-mm. Right. Mm-mm. Do not listen. Okay. Um 
I don't know. Like, I did just really like, oh, can I come along? Like, please don't forget about me. And then they like. Honestly, that's, like, that's sometimes like my struggle with them is I'm like, yeah, what do you mean forget? It? Relax. Like, we're all good. They're like, oh it is God. kind of. And another cancer story is my cancer girlfriend bringing me a grilled cheese sandwich right now. Aww. I think another thing with like cancer energy is like they very much have like this like they I feel like they feel like they maybe I don't know I feel like they like they're just a lot they're a lot I mean, it, emotionally it really just, I think it really depends because I struggle. I think cancer men are a lot emotionally because they're really not taught that they're allowed to be emotional. Whereas cancer Mm -hmm. women are like really, I feel like cancer women are just so much more uh, okay with themselves and their emotional abilities and capacity, you know? Mm -hmm. Whereas men really cannot deal with emotions yeah i really don't have anything to say about cancer i'm sorry you were not notable to my life oh oh i actually do have a story about cancer it was when i was in vegas cool so i was just walking to the largest dispensary in the united states of america slash world it's in nevada vegas it was overpriced and i swear you will never get catch me paying tourist prices as if oh Honey, no. As if. Anyway, so I'm walking to uh, this restaurant because I'm meeting someone who follows me because, like, when I'm in People City and they tell me, like, hey, like, I'm around and if I have time and the emotional bandwidth, I love to meet up with people. As I'm walking, this man who I normally would not notice, but he was of the status in maybe league that I would entertain if you know what I'm talking about you know what I'm talking about if you don't it's not for you the catchphrase of this episode all of them look like the Pillsbury Doughboy and it doesn't matter if they are fat or skinny or thin or athletic when I say Pillsbury Doughboy it is not a mocking term it is literally a descriptor of cancer energy because they're just doughy looking. They have these cute little baby face. It's a just like eyes and oh, I'm like they look like if you poke them hard enough, they might just like get a boo boo. Oh, or if you poke them, they're giggle at you and say no stop like tickle me off <laughs> so this person looked like um grumpy pillsbury totally doughboy like i might get a chuckle out of him but like he definitely would not appreciate me poking his tummy Aww. just i should poke the cancer's tummy that i know yeah, poke their tummy me? like they're all gonna have and then look at their face poke hey. their tummy and then look at their face I just did. She was giving me a silly grin. Exactly. Like, they're all going to give you some type of reaction if you touch their stomach. Do it now. If you did it and it happened, tweet us. Let me know. Anyway, so as I'm walking, he's like, 
this Italian fellow and like he's like telling me about what women are and why they dress with their tits out and then dumps on me all this stuff and then tells me about the women that he's dating and how she likes to give head while people are watching and I'm like what I just met you off the street and then he's like my mom raised me and I was like oh great we're talking about your mom and then you look at him hard enough and realize that he probably has intimacy issues and nobody could ever replace the connection that he has with his mother and then he awkwardly tried to convince me to get in his car and he would just drive me to the corner so it'd be quicker for me to work and i'm like uh i I don't you're a stranger this is vegas you just told me about how you own a escort service i am scared am i gonna be trafficked i don't know you you're not safe you're not safe so my cancer moon's really going off and then he looks at me he's like you know you have to trust a little and then i looked at him with the burning eyes of a white man telling me that i have to trust a little and a, uh, I am the burning eyes of a Scorpio stellium. <sighs> I allowed him to drive me to the very end because it was better for my feet because they were kicking and crying and hurting. I did not buckle up because I was ready to jump out the car, dip and roll. <laughs> I was uh, Look, if a Scorpio puts themselves in a questionable situation, they always think of their way out. Don't worry, I was ready to fight him all day. Anyway, so the moral of the story is, yes, cancer men are a lot because I think that cancer energy likes to think that like they got you figured out, that they just intuitively know. And sometimes they're just projecting their issues onto you and you're just really getting to see their unresolved issues with their parents. Yep. 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 Yeah. Moving on to Leo. Yeah. Um, I mean, honestly, you know what's so funny? I thought that the the most Leo thing I thought of was Donald Trump and his entirely gold house. I feel like... the White House. I mean, apartment, I should say. I wish that, like... Leos weren't all the same person, but they all like lions and they all like gold. It's really why does okay? Oh my god, wait, great Leo story. All right, so remember, this is also a great Libra combo story. Leo Libra, y'all remember way back when when I was just like pining too hard over this like double Libra that I was always hanging out trying to hang out with, and I only hung out with her twice. Well, she's a Leo son, right? She has a shitload of tattoos, and. I remember I was talking to her about them and I was like, oh, of course you have a lion. You're a Leo. And she's like, I didn't get that. I just wanted to get Libra. I mean, I just wanted to do Le- I just wanted to get a, like a lion. It's whatever. Don't worry about it. And I was like, it's, she got all defensive and I was like, no, it's not bad. It's just, re- it's just so funny because they it's true. Feel like they're every- so unique. Well, and every single Leo ever, I ever have known has a lion tattooed on them. And if they don't have tat- and if they don't have tattoos because they're not like tattoo friendly, they have clothing with lions on them. Like or- you know what I mean? Like lion faces or they have lions in their house. Oh my God. Like my mom has this friend who's a Leo and he fucking decorated his house. He built this huge house in Georgia, right? And it's like he was like the the one de- behind all the design and fucking there's his I went down to his, his basement and he has like literal lion statues 
everywhere. And I was like, did you do this on purpose because you're a Leo? And he goes, what? No, I just like lions. And I'm like, I'm dead. I wish that, like, we were wrong. But it goes as far as there even get pet kittens that look like lions just to feel like they are more connected to that energy. And it's very clear. The thing is with Leos, Leos are the, okay. There are a few people that they introduce themselves before you even have to know them. For example, you will know when you are coming across a Hebrew Israelite, they will let you know. You will know when you are coming across a New Yorker, don't worry, they will let you know. And you will surely know when you are coming across a Leo because golly gee, they've all, just like a Jamaican in the flag, they let you know. Leo 100% though, even if they don't like astrology or no astrology, and this still goes for the girl that I was talking about with her Leo lion tattoo, they know that she literally was like, I don't know anything about astrology except for I know about my sign because I'm a Leo, the best sign. <laughs> and it's just too on the nose. Every my mother time. just walked into the room. There is a literal spotlight because I'm in a patio. There's a spotlight. Sudden. And she like put her arms in the air and said, Leo. And then literally. she like threw her head back. And spun around and then threw her her hands in the other direction and walked away as she let the sunlight go on her face. Wow. That is the most Leo thing ever. Also, oh my God, <laughs> tell about the rain, her rain dance. Oh yeah. My mother also, like she has a plant nursery because she's a cancer rising. And of course, cancer would have some type of nursery. Yeah, so it's really pretty and aesthetically pleasing. Like, it's a gorgeous, like, I feel like I'm in literal paradise. I am literally, like, I'm watching, I've seen um, woodpeckers, I've seen red robins, I have seen mockingbirds, I have seen ducks, I've seen so many different animals. It is paradise. Like, I feel like, if you, okay, if you are Caribbean and you come to my mother's place, you're going to feel like you're back home promise solid promise i love that right so you you have to it's an experience it is an immersive experience it is an immersive experience with that being said she has to water her plants you know because they're living creatures and she cares for people's plants so she walked outside with like a little like shaker and started shaking and throwing her arms into the air and looking at the sun and well not looking at it like staring at it but like looking towards the sun and dancing and looking at the sky and dancing and then like I thought she was just doing it to be funny so like I was just like not paying attention, but then I was walking outside and talking to my friend on the phone. And then like, I see my mom doing it again. She's doing it again, like really hardcore, like shaking her instrument. She was like going at it. And then it actually rained. It rained. And I just need you to know that every single Leo did not do that rain dance because they felt like they had to offer the sky entertainment. No. They know that the sun is their ruler intuitively. So they were just allowing the sun to step aside yep. so the rain could fall. Yep. 
They were letting the sun step aside into the spotlight and shine past the clouds and like just bring, I don't know, a lot of things. I don't know. They were doing a lot with the sun in the sky. I don't know where I was going with this story. I'm going to pack a bowl, but that's my Leo story. That is my Leo story. Wow. Well, let's move on then to, uh, oh, Virgo stories. How can you have a story if they don't like stick around long enough? Uh, that's real but also I've had Virgos stick around way too much in my life so I can't relate <laughs> yo how you feel about Virgo is how I feel about Libra except for I don't date Libras I just like date them and like flirt with them but like I always let them run away from me like I'm and how you it. feel about Virgos is how I feel about Libras <laughs> yeah it's really funny how Which that is, works like, you just want them forever because like literally for me I'm like ugh Libras you're just I really think for me. what it is is like insane. Virgos feel at home with you because you're fourth. Yeah, yeah, and sometimes it hits a little too close to home. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> buddy. <laughs> for me and Libra, like my entire my mom is a Libra moon, my brother's a Libra, and my dad is a Libra, and I have Libra twelve. Um, so I feel like Libra is naturally a very curious energy as well, like air sign energy, curious energy. So I feel like when I have 12 house synastry with Libras, they get curious about me and I don't mind. Yep. Now I, uh, fucking feel that. But Virgo, it's I love how we just like skipped over Virgo. Like, I how can you talk about Virgo if they just keep ghosting? No, nah, honestly, no. I think um my all right, let me think here. Uh I mean, I dated a Virgo for a long ass fucking time. And honestly, the whole vibe of like, let me fix that for you. Oh, I can do that. Like literally anytime yeah. I was like, I need like this like this uh this thing is kind of broken in my apartment can you fix it he's like already thought about it and figured it out like it's like one of those things where virgos really are very handy to have around in those situations like my mom has a friend who's a virgo and he is always building stuff at her house whenever he's visiting her or always like brings like they virgos will always try to like contribute something virgos never leave a space without trying to contribute something because i feel like they feel like they're worthless if they don't because oof yeah man maybe that's why my ex ghosted me because he did not have to contribute anything like I was living in midtown Manhattan I had all my furniture I didn't let him like we had sex and he broke my bed (laughs) (laughs) bro I Wow. Okay. This is why I let them come back. So he, I, he wanted to fix it. I didn't let him, I ended up replacing it because like I built it wrong in the first place. I'm sure if I would have waited for this magical Virgo to come, he would have made all my furniture really, but it's like, I, furniture for you. I was like making my own money and like, I like just had a really nice place. Like I had the degree, like I, I was ready for a relationship. Like 
I was ready. I had myself together. And like, I feel like he did try to help me. He was like, let me like repair or replace the bed. I'm like, no, 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 it's really fine. It's really fine. And then like, you know, like that gave him like, that wasn't it. And then like, um, he ended up, I remember I was trying to lose weight because I was really like depressed and so forth. He even tried to like set it up. Like his friend was a personal trainer and like, he was like, maybe I could ask and like pay her so you can get like, so you could feel better about your body. And I was like, no, 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 it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Because I was like, that is so nice. Like that was like so nice and so considerate and so sweet. And I felt ashamed to take it. Um, and then like, I guess every turn that he tried to help me, I didn't need it. And then I genuinely just really didn't need it. And then I fixed it. There was nothing for him to fix. And and that's when Virgos freak out because they feel like they are worthless at that point. You don't need to fix everything. Virgos. I just, all I wanted from Virgo was to be with them. And, um, okay. He, um, couldn't, he just ghosted me. That was the one thing I needed from him. The one, that's the one thing I always need from Virgo. And they never do it well, but then they always come back. And I, I don't get it. Like, should I play more damsel in distress? Is that how you get a Virgo? Mm, yeah, actually, I could see that. Virgos would love to be considered the knight in shining armor for somebody. Because Virgos want nothing more than to just, like, be appreciated. They want someone to, like, fall down and be like, oh, my God. Thank you so much for all your efforts. And not saying they don't deserve that, but like, I actually think that was a big, that was a big problem with my ex. Like I kind of told him like Virg, he put me up on a major pedestal and there was nothing I could do to come down from that. And it was very weird. Like I knew for a fact that I was not going to be able to get out of that relationship unless I ended it. And it sucks, but like, oh, Virgo's like, Stop trying to focus all your energy on fixing other people when you could be, like, working that on yourself. It's much more beneficial that way. Much more productive. I just wish that, like, I just, I, and this is where it's, like, Virgos, to some extent, I think, choose to be a little bit of an earthquake. Like, whoop, mutable, mutable earth, baby. It's, like, Virgo, I feel like Virgos thrive under pressure, and that's why they, like, try to, like, always be trying to fix things. Like they always think something could be even more perfect. And then like, I, I guess I could see like self-esteem issues being a thing when they feel like they can't even, they, they can't fix you because they're the ones who are broken. Oh, oh wow. That's, I hope and nobody feels like that. Yeah, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry if that called you out personally, I am personally sorry. Please take it up with me. Uh, my email is JK. Okay. Well, Libra's the last one because are we doing Libra or are we going to split them? Because I, the technically Libra is Libra. I guess because yeah, the next time we'll only have five signs. Yeah. Five Sorry, y'all. We have to do a part two. We're realizing as we're recording this that we're going to go way too long and we have way too many stories, but we're going to do part two. So that means we got the whole episode to focus on the other five signs, but we'll do. You Libra's. know what? Let's just do high thoughts. Yeah. Let's just do high thoughts. Great idea. Right. Love that idea. Love that. Love that for us. Wow, look at us. We did it. We did story time, and this was our first story time. I love it. We'll have Dude. to theme it. Maybe anybody, if anybody has any story times they want us to theme it, like, you know, just just uh just message us. Honestly, the fact that people don't talk to us as much, message us, like fucking talk to us. Or um, message me. I mean, I guess people I get some DMs and stuff from people on the podcast. You get DMs, I lock my DMs out. <laughs> 
I know you talk. Okay, everybody, whatever. Talk to me, DM me, astrology chef. Tell me what you're gonna hear on the podcast. But anyway, high thoughts, baby. Um, I went to a dispensary in Florida because hello, medicine needed. So it's really dope because I got this. Um, I got this strain. Basically, Ooh. it's um wow noises. Like it's Sorry. a. It's a sativa. It's, I can't remember what it's called, and they rename it, which is kind of frustrating and annoying. But, like, I got 20% off of, like, two apes, and I got 20% off, like, on a, like a, a weed starter kit. So it comes with, like, um, whatchamacallit, uh, the, the grinder where, like, it actually stores the keef. Yes, that's that's the only grinder to have. Exactly. So like I was able to get that and I was able to get papers and then they gave me cones and they gave me a rolling tray and they gave me like these filters. So when you smoke joints, like it filters out like the bad things. And I'm just like, whoa, this was a great bargain. And here I am using my new grinder. Oh, my God. I hear it. What a wonderful ASMR moment. Let's have. I'm gonna have. I'm gonna hit my bong for a dual ASMR weed moment. Ah, yes, the sounds of the ocean. Oh my god! Ah, wow. yes, the sounds of the stoners in their I, natural habitat. I really, I feel like I really liked that episode. Like, I really liked story time because, like, Sagittarius <laughs> is a storytelling sign. We like to tell stories, and I feel like people yep. learn. Because we have lots of wisdom to share, you know? Yes. Yes, Sagittarius. Whether anybody wants to believe that. People people, people really do like to label Sagittarius as the fuckboy, the dumbass, the clown, all that. But at the same time, like, we know a lot of shit, a lot of random shit. We have we have lived a lot of life and lived a lot of different experiences. So yes. we always are very wise in different areas. Like you'll never meet a Sagittarius that's like exactly like another Sagittarius, you know? Like yeah. there are qualities that are the same, but every Sagittarius in, it acts so different. But it's so fun. I love I love being a Sag and then also having a North Node in Sag plus my Sag descendant because I really attract other Sagittarius people and I really feel like I have met such a well-rounded group of like my own sun sign <laughs> mm-hmm. Ugh, it's really nice yeah I, I will definitely say that Sagittarius are very similar in like temperament like you know you're not going to tell a Sagittarius that they don't know something that they know like very strong people but it's like what they know can it's kind of like Aquarius it's like very much like kind of like Aquarius and Taurus very much products of their culture or like the or the cultures that they've been around yeah yeah wow oh my gosh my cat is being so cute right now noodle you're adorable I love how like I talked about like um Leo placements and their cats that kind of like look like big feline creatures and you have leo chiron so your deepest wisdom you always talk about how your miso is your familiar and you always tell people that they should get their familiar and you're always trying to give cat-like wisdom with a leo chiron i love my cats i am just cat lady i always will be i love dogs but like cats are just special i i i feel roughly the same about most cute animals (laughs) 
Like, you're one and of I, those people, though, that's not, like, I feel like you're not going to own a lot of pets in life. Yeah, like, I definitely want to have a pet. You might have a pet if someone around you has pets, like, someone you live with has pets, but you're not going to No, that's like, not true at your all. Own that is not true oh. at all. Like, I don't really like other people's animals that much, kind of like how oh. I don't like other people's kids that much. Like, it's not that I don't like their animal or their kid. It's not even that I won't grow to like it. It's that... Oh, this is going to sound so terrible. If I do not like, and people are going to say six don't have a kid after you say this, but like, here we go. Oh my God. (laughs) If I don't have an attachment to your animal or child, then I am seeing them for the animal or child that they are. And not the animal and child that you love and appreciate because you have a previous attachment to them. Like, I'm literally just seeing them as another human being. So if your child is really gross and annoying and obnoxious, oh my God. I'm not I'm not attached to your kid. And I am going to struggle to pretend to like it. And him, they, them, they're, yeah. Like, it's the, just not. The, the, the kid, yeah. It's just not going to. And, like, the thing is, even when I love kids and I love working with kids, but, like. When kids, like, I worked at a school and, like, kids would, like, come and be like, oh, miss, insert last name here. Like, and I'd be like, oh, hey, child. And then they would give me a hug. And then I'm looking at them. I'm like, is this allowed? Is this legal? Are you you supposed to be touching me? Like, (laughs) am I going to get in trouble for this? Like, oh, my God. And it's, like, just, like, this thing of where it's, like, you can't, like, for me, I don't children and animals are so protected like when you have a child or an animal you're very protective of them people get very defensive over their animals and child and so forth so for me if i don't want to be around your kid or your animal if i don't really find it cute i'm not going to pretend to want your child or your animal all on top of me and i'm going to have to ask for a boundary between me and the child and like people get really offended about that stuff so i try not to have friends with kids um i tolerate my friends and their animals i like your cats i think they're very adorable my cats like you i mean noodle will try to chill on your lap all the time i like i like your cats like i actually really do like your cats so it's never a pain to go over to your place but other cats are very much an extension of me though like it's like my cats act like me but in cat form (laughs) you know what to be fair I will say the people whose animals that I don't tend to like enjoy and the people whose children I don't tend to enjoy, I am never around those people. Like just on a personal level, I don't really necessarily love them as people. Like I tolerate them as people, just like I'll tolerate their animal. Like I'm gonna be real. Like people who are like, if you don't like my dog, you gotta go. If you don't like my cat, you gotta go. I'm probably gonna be one of those people because I genuinely believe you attract the animal that is your vibe. You attract the pe- you attract things that are your vibe. Yes. So if I I'm not. I probably am never going to have to pretend to like somebody's child or, I mean, maybe their child because a child is their own personal, their own person. Like they're not really like they, they're, they're not exactly an extension of like a parent. You don't choose your child. You just have the child you have and animals a little different, but like, yeah, man. Yeah. That is how I feel about kids. I firmly believe my cats chose me. Miso chose me. That one was for sure. Like Miso like, reached out. Like I wasn't even trying to get a cat whenever I got Miso, um, but I went with a friend of mine and I was like right by Miso's like cage on the wall. They were like a wall of cages, right? 
and he literally stuck his paw out of the cage and touched my shoulder and i was like what the heck and i looked at him and he just meowed it like did his cutie tiny little meow at me because he was such a kitten then and i was like oh my god <laughs> i've actually really been wanting a cat like when i moved to california and i'm much more stable i'm gonna adopt one oh my god do it I yes do one. um i love animals like i actually do love animals i just like for me scorpio celium scorpio venus 12th like i just see animals a lot like i see people and i'm not going to pretend to per to like a person that i don't like just like i'm not going to pretend to like a kid i'm not going to like you know like i don't i really don't and i don't have any i don't like or dislike kids like personally like i don't i'm not trying to like you know unless i'm really trying to get to know that kid i'm not really getting to know a kid like there's no children that i dislike it's more so uncomfortable around right Really? Yeah, I think of germs when I see children. Oh my god, Ger- kids, kids are literal germ pits. That's really funny, sure. <gasps> ah! like, I literally saw a kid out in like the world the other day, and I was just like, Ugh! "Like coronavirus." Yeah, like Cardi- I just- is there Cardi B voice here. Coronavirus. That shit is real. Um, yeah, no, it is just like someone with a Virgo Chiron to be like, kids are gross, and that's why I feel uncomfortable around them. No, nothing personal. Nah, but that's fine. And not all kids are gross. Like, I've met kids what that I, I really to, liked. <laughs> what I love, too, is that, like, you have a Pisces fifth house, and you're like, I just don't know if I'm going to like, you're like, it's an airy sixth house, and I love the airy sixth house. You're like, I I'm just gonna like whatever pets I want like my pets not your pets just mine (laughs) yeah that's really yeah it's a very particular energy but that is the energy and then on top of it like in whole sign houses I have Saturn in the fifth so I'm just like whoa kid you might need to slow down yeah well but anyway speaking of slowing down it's getting late in the record time zone not when you're listening to us, but you know. Yeah, it's it's a little um, sleepy. It's a, about to be a full moon in like 30 minutes for us. So yeah, we're and relax. I I am hoping I can get to some sleep tonight. I usually struggle to sleep during full moons, so I slept a lot yesterday. It's gonna be about, in your fifth house, though. It's time to have fun. fun I know. Fun. I've been having so much fun. I'm gonna watch more team. Like more. I'm gonna watch more. Uh, I've been watching Gravity Falls, uh, showing my girlfriend Gravity Falls. I completely, completely binged Killing Eve, which was amazing. Oh my god, six! You need to watch Killing Eve. I need you. You will love it. I n- have zero doubt that you will love it. I know you will love it. It is about it is murder assassin girlfriends, and it's amazing. And it- it's on Hulu kills me because i am currently supposed to be watching still bill the documentary about bill withers i'm supposed to be watching money heist on um netflix for aries bay and killing eve for sagittarius bay yes aka me you will love you will be you will be hooked on killing eve because it's literally about a woman who assassinates um powerful shitty men uh for the government but also is a secret assassin and the other character is trying to find out who's the murderer so it's like it's dude it's so good it's so good man love it anyway i wish that i could continue smoking but i think that somebody took my lighter 
because it's not in front of me. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> I have to go on a lighter search. I have to go on a lighter search. It's the worst thing, but I love recording this episode. It was so much fun. I know, and now that means next uh, next episode will be part two of our story time of all the signs. So we'll get through more stories that we have personally from Libra through uh, to Pisces. <laughs> Libra, yeah. Pisces. and yeah. now we'll think of some good ones, and it'll be it'll be awesome. And uh, please, if you have stories, send them to us because we want to tell them too. That'd be so fun, right? Yes, tell us, and we might yeah. even read some during high thoughts. Yes, and also uh, next week coming up, four twenty is soon, and we want to do a Zoom hangout with our e cult and get stoned together and like talk about astrology and whatever the fuck else we want to talk about. So everybody, stay tuned for that. We're gonna we're gonna talk about that at some point. Oh my gosh! Alrighty, y'all. This is six at Black Women Cry. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter, and if you want to go read your horoscopes. You should um, subscribe to my newsletter on my website, www.blackwomencry.com, because then you can get all the latest information of what I'm doing. Yes, we love to see it. We love to see it. Uh, and uh, I'm Shannon at Astrology Chef, Twitter and Insta, and I'm getting my life together. We'll figure out what's going on. <laughs> yes. And this is... Quarantine is a, a weird time. Astrology sucks. Oh. If you want to find us on Twitter, sucks astrology at sucks astrology or on Instagram at astrology sucks pod. That is yeah, and we're gonna us. do and we're gonna do more like Instagram lives. I think we should. We're gonna plan to do more of that because that was kind of fun to chill and do that. It was great. Yeah, we definitely so. want to do more. Uh, but anyway, Ecult, thank you. Love you. Wash your hands. Stay inside. Please stay inside. Don't go outside. Just don't. Just just stay inside. Alrighty. I'm rooting for you. Bye. Yeah, right. Bye.